With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. time again it's four quarters with only d hey it's the sports show that is all about sports look i'm not claiming to be some big time sports expert i'm not i'm not i'm just a sports guy just like you guys so hey i enjoy sports every day just like everybody else so i just like to talk about it and if you want to get in on the conversation if you want to be heard all you have to do is check in with the bullhorn, which is going on 24-7, 365. All you got to do is call 469-334-3807. That's 469-334-3807 for the bullhorn. Sound off, people. Hey, let us know what you think about sports. Let us know what you think about the Dez Bryant thing. Let us know what you think about Paul George. We got a question about Paul George on there right now. Let us know what you think about anything going on with sports because in the fourth quarter, that's when we'll start running all of those bullhorn comments. That's right. You can be heard 
to at least 350,000 people every month on rfsportsradio.com and at least another 50,000 people on dfwiradio.com. That's right, people. We are spanning the globe. We are getting places. We are going places. All we do is talk sports here on Four Quarters with OMED. Let's get right into it. My man Miles Davis brought us into the show. One of my favorite cuts, all blues. But hey, let's get into it. MLB is about to get started. It's almost spring training time. You can hear the planes taking off, heading to Arizona. There's already been some guys showing up for spring training. Uh, on the Rangers front, you had uh, Shin Su Chu, who sold... Uh, showed up excuse me man that's a tongue twister right there who showed up early for some spring training uh tuesday and is, actually he's feeling pretty good after having surgery he said he threw a little bit and uh ran a little bit he tried to keep it light but you know he said it feels good to be back out in the field hey i can relate to that after coming off a major injury it is always good to get back to doing things that you love but um Pictures and catchers have to report by the 20th of February. Uh, a lot of the Rangers pictures have shown up. Uh, Fujikawa showed up. No word on Darvish yet. Darvish has not shown up. But a lot of the guys like Tanner Shepherds have shown up. And uh, some of these other guys have shown up. Rangers right now currently trying to work a deal to get Phil Coke, a left-handed reliever from the Detroit Tigers, he was uh, five and two last season. I think he had like a 3.8 ERA. Uh, so might be a good look for the Rangers to get him under the belt because he definitely needs some help in the bullpen. You know, with baseball, you've got to have offense, but you also have to have defense. That's the game where the guy stands on the mound, throws the ball, and the guy tries to hit it. Yeah, that guy throwing the ball, I'm going to say he's pretty important, especially going through nine innings. So... I mean, the new GM out there for the Rangers, I guess they're trying to work some things out because pitching is something that we have to have a strong, 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 strong bullpen if we plan to make it anywhere coming out of this AL West because, let's be real about it, everybody's been beefing up. The Angels have been beefing up. The uh, the A's have been beefing up. And, you know, Astros are still building a franchise. But, hey, I'm not going to take anything away from the Strohs. A ball game is a ball game every week. So we'll see what happens as the season rolls on. Let's get on towards April. But one more thing in baseball we're going to move on to. A-Rod. Check out ESPN Magazine, everybody. Hey, I'm not one of those guys that can't mention other, you know, sports outlets. We all are in the same game. You know, we just try to get entertaining sports to people in different ways. I mean, I'm keeping you guys, you know, abreast of what's going on in the sports world sometimes i'm watching espn like right now sports center's on right now in the studio you know big news about carmelo anthony we'll talk about that when we get to the third quarter but yes check it out a rod issues a humongous long 30 page apology to major league baseball to the yankees to the steinbrenners to uh the fans of the yankees to the fans of his admitting to his mistakes um, I guess basically just trying to put it out there on the table. He's admitting fault at certain points. And, I mean, that's really big of him. I think you should have done that, A-Rod, probably mm, 168 games ago or so. 
when you first were asked about this situation, you're telling everybody you got placebos and this guy ruins your life and everything. I mean, yeah, you know, I'm not going to take anything away from the guy that created whatever he created, but you still took that in your own hands and you took those supplements for however long you did, Mr. Home Run Guy, that got all these hundred million dollars from the Rangers and didn't produce Jack Diddley for the time span he was here. So, you know what? I'm not saying I don't buy his apology. I'm not saying that I don't think that A-Rod is honestly sorry about what's happening. But what I'm saying is I don't think that you're a factor in Major League Baseball anymore. I'm just going to put it out there. I mean, I think there's some team that will probably pick you up as a DH, maybe somebody who could sell some jerseys. I mean, but nobody's trying to give A-Rod the salary that A-Rod probably thinks he deserves. He's had... A couple injuries he's coming back off an injury then off a whole season being gone due to suspension you don't really know how this guy's gonna perform that he's no longer on the stuff you know what is he gonna do is he gonna be able to produce home runs is he just gonna be a Elvis Andrews no 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 slouch you know on the defensive end but when it comes to the bat Elvis is not going yard and will that happen to A-Rod like you have not been able to show anyone anything so we're going to have to watch how this one plays out in spring training. It'll probably be the biggest show in Arizona, or if the Yankees are in Florida, they're in Florida, I believe. It's probably the biggest show in Florida, and wherever he goes, everyone's going to watch to see what he does and how he gets down. So everybody, make sure you keep a bead on the MLB channel. Also, make sure you keep a bead on ESPN. Also, follow rfsportsradio.com. Follow me, OmiD online on Twitter for all the updates on what's going on with that. Hey, one more thing. We're going to wrap up the first quarter. Big news in Dallas. If you did not hear about what happened at the Flower Mound Marcus game, basketball versus Plano East last week, this was something for the ages. And I'm not talking about a top 10 play on SportsCenter. Apparently, during a 30-second window of a game, two students held up two signs reading white power. Now, not knowing the dynamics of this area here, you might not understand and just really kind of grasp why this is kind of a big thing. Although it is huge anytime that anyone holds up a sign that has racial connotations, uh, especially in a high school setting with kids, you've got a lot of factors that you have to take into consideration. But let me give you a little um, uh, landscape of the Dallas area since we have a lot of international and national listeners that have never been to the Dallas area about Flower Mound and Plano East. So Plano East, historically, um, and if you know a lot about Plano, it's a rather well-to-do area in the, uh, in the Dallas area. But... Plano East is on, of course, the east side of Plano. They have, we'll say, a more of a multicultural feel to uh, to to their student body. There are, you know, I'm not going to say it's a majority African-American students, but there are enough African-American students that they're probably, you know, 15 to 20, maybe 30 percent African-American students. And you probably can see that in reflection of the basketball players on the court. Flower Mound, however, is in Louisville, which is further northwest of Dallas, further northwest of uh, Plano. And 
it's been known as an area that is more well to do so than Plano in certain parts. So I'm not saying that this is an area not of color, but I'm saying that this is an area of more well-to-do people. Now, if you would look in the crowd, and I'm just going to put this out there generally, if you look at the crowd, you look at the lineup, so you look at the people on the court, yeah, you're going to assume that this school is more of a white-based school because of what you see in the crowd and what you see on the court. Now, moving to what's the point about this whole situation is you have two students who have somehow been able to get two signs and flash to a school white power okay now you know anything about the south white power and everything about you know racism and things like that now completely inappropriate i will say this completely inappropriate by those students and you know kudos to the flower mound um administrators that were able to get in there and get those signs down and i hope that they do uh bring some kind of attention and get these guys some kind of help because the argument that we're having down here right now is is this sign something that these guys you know set out intentionally to be racist with or did they just happen to end up with the signs and it was just one of those high school pranks haha ha, let's just be funny but i think the real point that has to be made here is you're a high school student you're about to go into the real world now if this was a fortune 500 company in some event and you decided to hold something up like that this company could be sued for millions of dollars this is how you have to start disciplining and keeping kids in line in these schools you can't send them out into the real world with no real world consequences just because uh, it was funny you know there was an incident that was funny to some kids i believe it was holland park uh they made some shirts that said for the football the defensive line it said shh just let it happen now that was associated with rape culture and those guys were you know penalized and they had to take the shirts away and everything. It was a big deal. But now we've got white power. We'll see what happens. So make sure you guys watch the landscape. Make sure you check out uh, DFW News down here. See what goes on because I really want to know. And I'm going to keep you updated on this story as we go on. But I'm going to say we got a couple spoiled kids that are just wanting to have a little fun. And it got a little bit out of hand. So we're going to roll on. First quarter is over. We're coming back. Second quarter, NFL Combine, NFL Talk, Deflate Gate. We're going to do it. Little Nars Barkley, little spoiled kid music. We'll be right back. I don't have any friends at all. Because I have nothing in common with y'all. So who's going to catch me if I fall? My back's always against the wall.
are back. Four quarters with OMD, a little spoiled kid music for those kids up in Flower Mound. Hey, it's kind of almost my favorite time of the year again. I have two favorite times of the year every year. One of them is in the spring. The other one is in the fall. March Madness is about to crank up. Spring training is about to crank up. NFL Combine is coming up. All of my NFL heads already know they have been waiting for NFL Combine since the fourth quarter, since the Super Bowl was over with. Everybody's been waiting to see some action. Everybody wants to know, where is everybody going? Where is Jameis Winston going? Is Marcus Mariota going to end up in Philadelphia? What is Lovey Smith going to do? Who will nail the interview? Who's going to have the best 40 time? NFL Combine. This action is fantastic. Sorry, NBA, but I got to get it. I love it. Of course, you know I'm the host of Tailgate State, one of the most popular college football shows going around here. So make sure you check that out. We'll be getting that cranked back up in a couple weeks because spring ball is coming up. We already had those commits. We talked about where the commits are going. So we're going to be seeing, you know, people like Kyler Murray, the big DFW prospect, do his thing at Texas A&M. But NFL Combine, if you don't know what the NFL Combine is, it is basically where the guys that have chosen from NCAA football that they're ready to go to the NFL, it's like a workout session. It's like the official workout session of the nfl they run 40s they do bench presses they do uh jumping drills they do passing drills they run through cones i mean you name it they're gonna do it it's their time to shine and show off themselves individually one-on-one and maybe make something a little bit better for themselves what they got now the problem that comes in the NFL Combine is what a lot of people are asking about Jameis Winston this year is he going to throw in the Combine is sometimes these guys have had, you know, they've been off season since about January, you know, going on spring. Some of them have picked up a little weight. Some of them have, you know, they're not really in playing shape. So you might be a number one pick or a first round pick somewhere. Uh, Michael Sams last year, for instance, was a first-round pick looking at before the Combine, went to the Combine, didn't really perform as top as everyone would have expected, and he's pretty much a practice squad kid right now running around in the NFL. You know, also, there's another part of the Combine, there's an off-the-field portion where you actually get interviewed by teams that are potentially interested in drafting you, which they get 15 minutes with you to try to grasp where your uh, mental status is when you're bringing when they're bringing you into the culture of their team, um, which is kind of a good thing and a bad thing. I mean, you can represent yourself very well in 15 minutes. And uh, but, you know, you have Jameis Winston who has some off field issues, but has some great on field statistics. So, you know, they're going to have to start weighing these out. But the combine is where you're going to get that chance to shine. So, hey, call into the bullhorn. Let us know how you felt about the combine. Four, six, nine, three, three, four, three, eight. 07-469-334-3807. Let us know how you felt about Combine. Let us know who you felt improved their draft stock. And let us know who you felt pretty much flopped. So we want to hear from you. Hit us up on the bullhorn.
But after that point, the NFL Draft will be in about nine weeks. Really excited about that. NFL Draft coming up. I'm looking forward to it. April Spring Training NFL Draft. But as we keep rolling through the second quarter, of course, we're in the NFL. There's more news from Deflategate. Remember this name, everybody. Jim. Remember this name, everybody. Excuse me. Jim McNally. Jim McNally is an eight-year employee for the New England Patriots and the Kraft family. He's a referee locker room attendant. Yes, a referee locker room attendant where the referees actually examine and weigh and everything, pressure the balls before they go into the game. Now, let's talk about why this Jim McNally guy is so very important right now. So apparently on the sidelines during the AFC Championship game, Mr. McNally attempted to get an unmarked K-ball, which are the balls that are used for kicking and punting, to the sideline referee who's responsible for getting the game balls back in the game. Now, this was noted by staff at the AFC Championship game that this guy was on the field giving people footballs. Actually, the referee reported it to the head referee and they noted that that was going on. At that point was when an investigation went on with the rest of the balls and they found out that the balls had been deflated. But as I said, so now we've got this Jim McNally fella who apparently is what the Patriots organization is going to try to paint the picture is that he has somehow without the consent of Tom Brady or Bill Belichick was on his own just on the sideline and just a side note referee locker room attendants aren't supposed to be on the sideline and there's footage of this guy being on the sidelines multiple times during the season you know not supposed to be here you're on here they got footage of you big bubble there did this guy act in, alone was he a, a solo guy that just loved the Patriots that much I mean is this something from a sports version of snapped or a sports version of ESPN lifetime movie a new 30 for 30 like this guy just loved this team so much that for the past eight years he's been doing any and everything to alter the the the, the play of the game into the Patriots' favor. Do you really think that this guy did this by yourself? I want you to sound off. Let us know if you think that this guy is a solo guy. You know, hit us up on the bullhorn, 469-334-3807. But me personally, you know me. I'm not a Belichick fan, and I'm not buying it. All the cheating that you've done, that guy just happens to be the guy that's going to be the scapegoat. And he's an eight-year employee that was slightly part-time, that probably wasn't getting that much money in the first place. I'm pretty sure Tom Brady's going to make sure he gets a truck and Bill Belichick will probably make sure he's tightened up with the sweatshirts. So, look, that's what's going on with the deflate gate. Make sure you keep track of everything that's going on. Don't think they're going to pull the Super Bowl from Tom Brady and these guys, which is what I was hoping would happen. I'm hoping they lose some draft picks. Maybe something can get, get you know, found out in the next nine weeks. But if we know the NFL, they'll drag their feet and they'll get penalized next year. But as long as something happens, I'll be happy. Cowboys news. That's what everybody wants to hear about. Des Bryant. What's going to happen? 
Cowboys are looking to hit Dez with the franchise tag, which will basically guarantee Dez about $13 million next season versus what Dez is looking to get, which is $30 to $40 million deal over a long-term period of time. Now, knowing what you know about cap space and how much money the Cowboys have, right now they have $14 million in cap space, and they're looking to sign Dez Bryant and DeMarco Murray and possibly get some of these defensive backs that they could use to get a little help overpaid some people um what I want to know from you hit the bullhorn let us know do you think that Dez will be able to come to some type of deal where we're able to actually stay within this cap for this year maybe get uh eight million to Dez or maybe, you know, even say $9 million to Dez, $3.5 million to DeMarco, maybe 7 3 and 2 to somebody else that could help us on the defensive end just for another season. I mean, we're just right there. We're just right there. I'm not saying we need to lose Dez Bryant. I can understand Dez being a little upset about going into the next year and not quite making the money, but... Let's look at these things from the standpoints of we're trying to win championships here. I don't think any athlete wants to just make all the money. Dez is a humongous competitor. Look at this guy on the sideline. He's fired up. He's the same as Tom Brady, just a different skin tone. He's fired up over there. But nobody's making Tom Brady look bad about being fired up. But you know what fired up will get you? 88 catches, 1,320 receiving yards, and NFL league leading 16 touchdowns. That's what fired up will get you on the sideline. So don't forget, we also need a running back. But, you know, some people say the offensive line is good enough. Doesn't matter who we put back there. Never know. We never know. But what I would rather see is everybody work together collectively. Let's make this deal work. Let's get this signed. Let's take one more stab at it, one more run at it. Maybe we'll be able to free up more money next year in the cap because I'm pretty sure if we make one more good playoff run at it and everybody doesn't get there and we don't get to the Super Bowl, I think Romo will be start eyeing retirement. I think a lot of these other guys that have been in for a little while, probably just Romo will be eyeing retirement, but they'll be looking to move around because that's really the only window you have. You're either going to start winning or people are going to start leaving. So let's leave it up to the general manager of the year, the, the team that gets everything done, the man with the plan, Jerry Jones, and see what he has. Hey, hit us up on the bullhorn. 469-334-3807. Like I said, you can answer the question that's out there or you can answer whatever question or put whatever comment that you want to put on there. It will be in the fourth quarter. That's when we'll start letting the bullhorn go so everyone can hear it. It's halftime. Hey, little Method Man, Ghostface Killer. We come back. NBA action. We'll be right back. It's fantastic. Fourth quarters with Omi D. Listen, I curse this bitch a box of cereal gone, my milk's warm, that's wrong, this is John John, pro ain't gone phenomenal, stretch with the morning, y'all, party to the break of dawn, ladies throw your faces up, sing it when the break, come on, each, me, son, she, boats, sweets, dough, beats, no cap, give you these, rap flow, triple G's, meth goes, killer bees, you know we rock, Wu-Tang the best rap group of all time, yeah, rush loose, shotgun, rest around nine, refrigerator, 
fishing sweets with no swine. Dirty in Mev guest room with four dimes. And UG had a master headache. Him and Genius flew back from Uganda Black. Getting that cake with a fine ass wine Tell a DJ to a wine that killer killed it with a blind back dime sack. You know we blew that with the cognac. Them bowling ball head niggas, we call them cognacs. I say my girl like the party all the time, ghost. Spend up my ends every week, she always crying broke. Thank God it's Friday, I just got paid. Feeling good like I just got laid. The next drinks on me instead of oh God, you think OG. White girls, they coming out like they pink or E. So you better get the party started. We get it crunk regardless. We got the draw and hypnotic. Them kids is puffing garbage. This where it's cracking at. Street is you passing that. Mommy's is grabbing asses. Johnny, I'm grabbing back. You know my habitat. You know my people's if you're with me where you at. There ain't nothing compared to that. Come on. Each. Me, son, see, both, sweet, dough, beats, no flow, hell is these, any coast, nigga, please, left coast, hell of you know me, yeah. I got me I, some secrets, I, everybody got their cup, but they ain't chipped in, these cheap motherfuckers be Hey, we are back, four quarters with Omi D, look, I'm all over the place with music, shout outs to everybody from the East Coast, them Wu-Tang heads, them Wu-Tang, 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 shout out to Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang, shout out to all them over there, West Coast Wu-Tang heads, shout out to everybody that likes good music, man, I'm telling you, I'm all over the place with music today, third quarter NBA, man, so I already talked about who's going to be MVP, of course, I'm just going to go ahead and let you know who I think is going to be MVP, I think it's going to be Steph Curry, but I'm voting for the beard, James Harden, out of Houston, man. I've been sold on this guy since he was with OKC. I actually said he was a better fit in OKC than Russell Westbrook. Uh, but Russell Westbrook had a great all-star game, almost setting a new NBA record for point score. I think he missed it by one. Shout-outs to Russell Westbrook and his crazy sense of style. I'm going to say about that right there. But look. Let's talk about the All-Star game a little bit. I want to know what you thought about it. You know, like I said, hit us up, Bullhorn, 469-334-3807. I'm going to just let you know what I thought. First of all, Zach Levine, dunk contest winner. This kid put on a show. I mean, he came out with the Space Jam. He had the Quad City DJs with him, had the Space Jam jersey, and this dude Space Jammed the whole time. Now, granted, I liked a little bit of the old school um, dunks better, maybe because these guys took a little bit more time to prep because there wasn't, you know, two or three misses. A lot of these guys came out. Vince Carter, they hit it on the first time. But I'm not going to take anything away from Mr. Levine, dunk contest champion, as he skied above his opponents in every round. I think he's the first guy to actually put up. He almost did a perfect dunk contest, 100 points the first round, 250s in the first round. I mean, unbelievable. The guy took the ball between his legs and reversed it. I mean, with plenty of air left to go. Actually had to duck and miss the rim on a couple of dunks. I'm going to say that was the most exciting part of the all-star competitions, which is what everybody likes, the dunk contest. It was awesome. I cannot wait for this kid to compete next year. I hope they let him come back as the defending champion and defend his title like they did, uh, like they do in the uh, three-point game, three-point um contest excuse me moving on my notes three-point contest 
you had the Splash Brothers in there. Big shout out to Steph Curry, who won the three-point competition. Dude is crazy from behind that three-point line. He got into a zone, man, and it was just... And the shot is so light. Steph Curry's shot just looks like it just floats and drops in. Just ridiculous, man. But big shout-outs to Steph Curry from the Splash Brothers, Golden State Warriors, getting it done. Now, what I didn't like about the little all-star you know, thing on Saturday with the three-point contest was this skills competition. The skills section, it just seemed to be a joke. Like, a lot of the guys that were in there were just kind of taking it as a joke. You know, I know somebody won, but I just really wasn't impressed. I mean, of course, you got to dribble straight down the court. Excuse me, you got to dribble in between a couple targets down the court. I mean, they didn't even make them cross over. Now, you just could have went right hand the whole way. Then you had to throw a chest pass through a target, make a layup, run down the court the other way, and hit a three-pointer. You have four chances to hit a three-pointer. Now, that was the most exciting part of the end because a lot of the guys that couldn't hit the three-pointer off the muscle ended up hitting the three. Uh, the other guy came down and just popped it off the first ball. So that was pretty exciting, but you could just tell by the way the guys kind of went through the motions the whole time with this one that they just really weren't feeling this part of the skills competition there's like no meat in the game nothing for them to win a little bitty trophy yeah it was okay so i think the nba needs to go back and adjust make the skills competition a little bit more intense put some people in it that really 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 make a difference i mean you had a couple big name guys but i just i really wasn't impressed with that part of that whole lackluster event right there but i mean it seems like there's been a lack of excitement for the NBA All-Star Game the past two seasons anyway. I mean, it was in New York. They big played in New York. I mean, they had a, a snow incident up there. Big shout-outs to Rodney Fisher and Royce Fisher, who got snowed in up there, getting some coverage for rfsportsradio.com. And, uh, you know, it just seems like the NBA's marketing overall is failing. Um, I think back in different times of the NBA that – they would market the NBA different. The players would be marketed different. You know, maybe there's a new tide because you're having more marketable players. I mean, for the longest, Kobe Bryant was the biggest player that you had in the NBA, and this guy is about as marketable as rotten mayonnaise. And Carmelo Anthony, you know, he's married to some chick that nobody would ever want to marry. I don't know what she's doing. I heard she was making porn or selling furniture or something right now, but that's his wife. So, hey, big shout-outs to the wifey. Um, Carmelo is going to be out for the rest of the season injured check out rfsportsradio.com find out more about that but yeah i'm gonna say the nba is failing at marketing i think the nba is doing a good job slightly maybe nike's helping them a little bit better with bringing these shoe heads back to the game with these kds and things like that but i think the nba needs to do a better job of marketing these games that they have coming out maybe there's just too much sports on right now but this is their heyday this is their time there's nothing on bigger than nba right now until march madness so let's not save it all for the playoffs let's get us excited about the nba during the season i mean you guys play 80 something games right i mean I'm, I'm not trying to vote for everybody else you know like everybody else and saying let's end this let's cut these sports in half but hey Got to do a better job marketing, guys. That's all I'm saying. Got to do something. But let's roll on. Mavs pick up Amari Stoudemire. Big pickup for the Dallas Mavericks. We needed this. The Mavericks, if you didn't know, are on the bottom third in the NBA in rebounds. Most of the time, if you watch a Mavs game, I'm going to say 
lack of rebounding leads to their losses because they're not really getting blown out by huge amounts of points. But you can just really see that a couple more offensive rebounds here, a couple more offensive rebounds there, and you guys really could have uh, more W's, which is what the, the Mavs, what the Mavs have done by picking up Stoudemire. He's 32, averages about 17.7 rebounds a game. Now that's going to add to uh, Tyson Chandler is going to also add to Dirk as well. Those guys being the tall, bigger men down there under the rim, uh, able to get those rebounds, man. We need that. We need those extra minutes. We need those minutes for those guys to be on the bench and getting some rest and being able to get back out there and being major contributors. So I think this is a huge, huge deal for the Mavericks. And, you know, it seems like Stoudemire is actually happy to come here and play. Like, he actually wants to be part of the Mavericks organization. So, hey, that's a big thing coming from a city like New York. So I'm going to go ahead and put all smiles and two thumbs up for the Stoudemire train. And let's hope this thing rolls us on because playoff times are getting started, man. We got the whole run and uh it's only like a couple more months and this is the thing that pisses me off about the playoff picture the east is going to send a sub 500 team to the playoffs why why does that happen why do we allow that to happen do you think that the league should change the rule somehow eliminating these sub 500 teams maybe allowing a couple more teams in the west to make it to the playoffs because they've been able to win more than 500 games. I, me personally, I think that might be a good thing. It makes you step your game up. I mean, I don't know what it is about the NBA right now that so many teams repeatedly in the Eastern Conference are going under 500 in the playoff picture. I mean, the the Hawks are dominating right now. I mean, they're 42 and 11. Big shout outs to them. But I mean, you got to do something. Somehow the East has to represent because who won the championship last year? A Western Conference team. You know, so let's let's do something. I don't know. You're an NBA fan. NBA fans, holler at me. 469-334-3807. Let me know what can the league do to improve the NBA Eastern Conference. Let me know. Danny Ferry, he might be coming back. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I don't think it really bothers me. The man was just doing his job. He read some racist comments. It's racist comments. It happens. We're all racist. Everybody says something that somebody else is not going to like. Either when you get cut off in traffic or somebody does something on TV, you're at home alone in your room, you say something. Ferry was only reading what he was told by other people on a conference call, and it did get a little bit out of hand. Do I think the guy is a racist? No. Do I think something has to be done? Yes. Do I think he should lose his job permanently as a GM? No. Especially looking at the record, 42-11. and 11. Hawks, probably going to be the number one, number one seed team in the playoffs this year. And the way things are looking with that percentage at 42-11 and 11 right now, about to start the second half, those teams like, are the most likely team to win the championship because – they're way above 600. I think the number is actually like 730-something. But, hey, big shout-outs to Atlanta. A little bit of love from the Dungeon family. All these people here are Atlanta Hawks fans. We'll be right back. Fourth quarter, wrapping it up with Omid. Yeah. yeah. So 
fresh so clean when I step in the booth they scream like all temperature cheer Dungeon D-Boy here in the back mode like who just love it so slow motion with three wheel triple cheeseburgers ATL coasting say no more one of the pimpers one of the coolest but I ain't no more been known to rock the big blocks and colorful gay tours with flip flops and silk socks and the can't go for the tip top I flow hard you drip drop cleaner than the urine of a two time feeling's piss test what's well, sudden something on the with curse right in the headrest my guts white wall ties Like a dragon and it's seeming that ain't falling into a world of my own Fire meaning breathing like a dragon and it's seeming that ain't falling into a world of my own World too, white things, can't complain Bubba on them white guts, custom made, ain't a stain O2Z71, on them Mickey T's, standing with your man Wanting me to sign your hickey, please I don't need no worries, keep your white guts How I'm riding these days, keep me with the right sluts He's just Bubba, half in the love of DF You in the midst of history, better take a deep Sitting on the tailgate, polo to the boxers. Bubba is the truth. You a homo if it shocks you. Rapping loud and proud with my buddies from Atlanta. You trying to live cleaner? Here's a study and example. shout out you want to do something and be heard by over 325,000 people over 50,000 people over probably a total of 400,000 people every month the bullhorn is where it can be done 469-334-3807 is where it's done fourth quarter look shout outs to all these people we're gonna wrap it up tighten it up and get on up out of here we've got the westminster kennel dog show is over it's the biggest dog show in the world it's where it's the bougiest dog show your dog watches the westminster kennel club show like i want to be like that that's what that is if you've never checked it out it's actually a sight to see it's actually carried on espn these days as well um gotta see these dogs beautiful dogs congratulations to miss p the beagle a beagle kind of like snoopy she was a snoopy color but she's a beagle a hound dog from the hound category she won best in show 
best dog at the entire Westminster Kennel show. Big shout outs to her, Miss P. The Beagle. And NASCAR news. Jeff Gordon is set to retire this season, everybody. So if you are any type of Jeff Gordon fan, make sure you check this season out. Every race will be the last race for Jeff Gordon. Uh, on that note, he's the pole sitter at Daytona this weekend. So check him out, man. Last race at Daytona. He's sitting on the pole. This guy's looking for a W. I think he might be the most winning racer in NASCAR history. This dude has just won everything when it came to being behind that wheel. So big shout-out to Jeff Gordon. Also, NASCAR news. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is eyeing retirement. Possibly might retire this season. So, um, or maybe make the announcement this season. So, also keep your eye on that. Might be some great things going on in NASCAR this weekend as they get fired up. Um, that's about all I got, man. Make sure you check the bullhorn, 469-334-3807 for all the comments you want to leave. We're going to have all kinds of questions coming up. For sports fans, like, leave your comments. We want to play them live. Also, when you leave your comments, leave your Twitter handle so people can follow you at D online follow me on twitter at omd online remember the number for the bullhorn is 469-334-3807 let us know your comments man it has been awesome hanging out with you guys talking a little sports hey next week i'm gonna have a couple guests with me in the studio right now i'm actually out of studio kind of at the home office doing the thing but i will have a couple guests with me next week to talk some nba and some college football recruits so make sure you tune in rfsportsradio.com and if you need a studio to do your show make sure you check out dfwiradio.com live studios rfradiosports.com just check them all out man just google me omd online it's been a great show we'll catch y'all later I guess you're lucky that it's dark now And if I like it, then we'll stay Impress the Empress, take a shot now We got the glow in our mouths White teeth, teens are out White teeth, teens are up for it I know you love it when the hairpins start to drop I like your reckoning But we got our methods and there's nothing here to stop To stop this If you want, we'll help tonight to spread it
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.